Hey everybody, welcome to Long Story Short, the podcast. I'm Megan. I'm Wendy. And today on the podcast, we are diving back in after a long summer hiatus, and we are talking about the MVPs of summer. We did this last summer, we did the MVPs of travel. Mm-hmm. So we're going to talk about that, but we have so many things to catch up on before we dive into the main event. Yeah. So outside of the podcast, of course, you can always find us on Instagram. And TikTok. We are at Megan and Wendy in both places. You can also find us on Twitter at Megan and Wendy. I would say we're the least active there, but I would respond to a tweet. For sure. Are, do you go on Twitter often? Like yes. under our like all handle? the time. Uh-huh. I just don't I'm not an active participant. Got it. I'm a passive Twitter user these days. Mm-hmm. Uh how else can you find us? You can always email us, Megan and Wendy at gmail.com. Um, We do have a couple emails. I'm going to save those for next week because we have a lot to talk about this week. All right. So not only are regular podcast episodes back, Girls Gone Hallmark episodes are coming back this week. And coming back in September, we are relaunching our Patreon. I'm excited. Did you know where I was going with that? No, I didn't. I was like, <laughs> oh, what is she talking about? Like, we just had this huge, like, planning meeting, and I'm like... There's a lot happening. <laughs> What's happening in September? <laughs> so, Patreon, real quickly, is a community where you can support the creators that you love in exchange for, typically, in our case, bonus content. If you visit patreon.com slash Megan and Wendy, you can become a Patreon supporter, and we are launching brand new content over there. Yeah, exclusive. Like, it's not happening over here at all. Not at all. You cannot get it here. And they are in the form of bonus podcast episodes. Um, We asked, you answered, that's what you wanted. Yeah. You wanted those bonus podcasts. That's what you're going to be getting from us. That actually launches this week. They'll be there tomorrow so hop on over patreon.com slash megan wendy and of course wendy's show notes always contain these links you can support our podcast and get bonus content that way and if you're looking for one other way to support the podcast there's a totally free way to do it and it's one of our favorites and it's by leaving a review oh yeah five star review guys please (laughs) Uh, i'm gonna read a recent review And it is titled Back to the Beginning. It says, all caught up with recent episodes, so now I'm going back to the beginning. Episode one, Megan and Wendy make me smile, laugh, cringe, all the things that make a great podcast. This is my go-to podcast. I don't think, (laughs) Wendy's making a face. I don't think she's saying, wow, these girls are in... Cringy. Yes. I don't think that's what she's saying. I think she's saying we talk about real life things and sometimes those moments are like... I think this needs to be our new like headline. We'll make you cringe. (laughs) You know what I mean? I think it's like a solidarity cringe. Okay. I don't think someone's going to leave a five-star review and say, so cringe. I don't, I don't <laughs> think that's the message here. They'll make you cringe. Megan and Wendy, tour 2023. It's coming. <laughs> so that is a great easy way to support us if you have not left a rating or a review. It is very easy to do. We appreciate them. They do help other people find our podcast. And when other podcasts read their many, many, many ratings and reviews up top, I get very envious. So... Uh, it makes me very happy when you guys leave. Uh, are, are you suggesting? <laughs> there's a podcast that we listen to that she, Megan, and I like like a lot. Yes. And we listen to a lot. And they just recently had like. A- That's our breakfast. Yeah. What I was saying is that there's a podcast that Megan and I listen to, and 
and they've recently relaunched and they have a friend in the in the space who recently shouted them out and that person is on like a mega podcast like mega huge it's like having oprah say like sold to spotify for 50 million dollars mega yeah and mm-hmm. so like <clears throat> so every week they're like shout out fellow podcast yeah. yeah 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 you know what i mean so uh-huh. i'm like i want somebody big to tell us tell people about us but you know whatever that's just i'm very happy for them i enjoy their podcast but i also want to be happy for me too yeah totally i agree i agree so welcome back everybody and let's jump right in let's catch up for a minute okay you and i both separately and also together once went to a lot of concerts this summer you should see my fall calendar for concerts oh yeah out of control we have a few but summer was big for us but i discovered a hack that may not be news to anybody okay i'm i'm very curious so let me set the scene. I, it's a Saturday, and I get a last-minute invitation to a concert. A friend had just gotten tickets from another friend, and mm-hmm. she said, do you want to go? And I said, yes. However, this concert had four performers, which, which is a lot. It means it's a long show. Sure. And it started at five, which you oh. know means it's going to be a long show, because mm-hmm. the headliner's not going to go on until at least Nine. after eight. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a... I don't... I'm, I have a very early bedtime. <laughs> okay. And this concert was in L.A., so already I was like, I'm going to get home at midnight. I'm uh-huh. pre-tired before this thing. I <laughs> planned like a pre-game Starbucks drive through <laughs> so that I could make it through the night. But here's what I also did. While we're sitting at the concert, I open up my phone and I pull up the set list. You I should have done it ahead of time. And you got busted because she shared it on Instagram. So, yes. But <laughs> you know what's happened is I looked over. And she had done the same thing. We both have the set list open on our phone. So we know exactly how much more time we have to go. I'm going to stop you. Why didn't you guys just leave at that point? If you're like, no, 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 no. We were enjoying ourselves. Uh But also I like to know what's coming. Mm -hmm. Yeah, me too. I think we just needed to know, like, is it going to be midnight? It's not an outdoor venue, so they don't necessarily have the same limitations Yeah, on yeah. noise. Mm-hmm. So anyway, what made it great is not only did we know what to expect, we knew when to leave because I leave before the final song. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not always, <laughs> but often. You want to beat traffic? I wanted to beat traffic. Okay. All right. Uh, where was it at? SoFi. Yeah, but you have the super hookup. Great. We did spot have there. great parking. We just. You just wanted to get home and get in bed at a decent hour, right? It was a mad rush out okay. there, I'm telling you. All right. So, anyway, going forward, I then saw concerts the next two weekends and mm-hmm. I did this ahead of time. And not only was it great because I could look at my husband and be like, and Wait, so this is your hot tip is to look at the set list? Not just so you can leave early, uh-huh. but. So that you know what they're going to play and what you, no, 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 no. This is why it's great because I guarantee you someone has made a Spotify playlist of their set list and then you can be prepared. And if there's a song that you don't know that well, now you do. And you're not sitting through this terrible song because I don't like it when an artist is like, let me play me something new. That doesn't bring me any joy. I want you to play the songs I know. So now I'm like, I know this song. I love that this is a revelation to you. Well, it's not like new information, but I mentioned it to someone and they were like, how do you look up the set list? Stop it. I swear. 
oh a person god. of our oh age. God. Oh my god! So I realized, like you and I are like you know very with it. We're <laughs> yeah, <laughs> very up with the times. Yes, <laughs> we're not just regular moms, but uh, there is somebody out there who's going to be like, wow, that never occurred to me. Let me take it one step further for you. Yeah. Okay. I absolutely agree that I always find a Spotify playlist that is exactly as the set list prior to the show because I like to be ready for it, yes. especially when my daughter drags me to concerts that I've never heard oh, of the for artist. Sure, yes. um, the second thing is <clears throat> oftentimes Wi-Fi and internet is so bad inside like mm-hmm, stadiums and mm-hmm. stuff. So rather than trying to log on every time to see the set list, you take a screenshot of oh, it. Oh, sure. And then you just pull it up easily like that. Yes. Very smart. Yeah. Because sometimes, you know, if you're in like the forum or Staples Center yeah. or whatever and the Wi-Fi is not great or in the middle of nowhere in Michigan, yes. <laughs> like I was during the summer. So, you know, anyway, I'm, I'm very happy that this gives you some sort of like... You it know. gives me control over yeah. a situation that yeah. I don't have a lot of control over. Yeah, I got you. Yeah. Now, I saw a thing on TikTok that blew my mind. Okay. Apparently, this woman, young woman, was doing an unboxing of a flip phone. Like the Motorola Razor that was mm. all the rage 20 years ago. You know what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, I had one. I me it too. Was hot shit with me it too. too. It was pink. <laughs> People were like, I don't understand what's happening here. Like, why are you getting a flip phone? So she does a follow up video and she's like, Well, I'm a, a member of Gen Z and we have an unhealthy addiction to our phones and our devices. So by getting a flip phone, I can still text and make phone calls, but I don't have all the other distractions. Okay. This feels like a punishment. Well, yes. <laughs> Very extreme. Could I use such a device? Like, would that be... No, I would never do it. I wouldn't be able to commit. I'd use my phone for a hundred other things. Why torture yourself? No, I understand. And then yesterday, I already had this on my list of things to discuss. And then yesterday, someone showed an item they had purchased on Amazon, which was a phone lockbox. So you lock your phone for a certain amount of time because I have done all the tricks of setting time limits on certain apps on my phone and setting downtime on my phone. And then it's just a very easy like tap to ignore downtime Mm -hmm. because I do those things on my kids devices and they don't know the password, Mm -hmm. but I do it on mine and I'm just like, and then they get very mad. They're like, mommy, you're ignoring your screen time. Why don't you have like someone else do the password? Well, mine doesn't actually have a password on it. Theirs just does because they're child accounts. Oh, okay. My screen time doesn't have a password. Oh, you can't set it up. You can't change it. I'm sure I could. Okay. I don't want to. So do you have an unhealthy addiction to your phone, you're Shh. suggesting? Absolutely. Really? Do you not think you do? I mean, when I'm bored, yeah, I guess. I certainly think in the past, and I know my husband's listening to this and being like, oh, you're full of shit. But I, I, no, I can easily like plug it in at night and like not look at it for hours. Yeah, yeah I can too. But is it the first thing you pick up in the morning? Oh, for sure. Do you sit in bed and scroll before you get out of bed? Uh, sometimes. I mean, not not really scroll. I'll check email first. Yeah. And then I check the news because uh-huh. I'm fun. And then, yeah, I don't really typically look like at Instagram or social media before, though. 
you know, I definitely have an unhealthy addiction to my phone. And so you need you some, need a lockbox? I'm never going to use one. Has your family or anybody in your circle said like, Megan, you're put the phone down? No, you're because on like if we're watching much. a movie, I don't have my phone. If I'm watching a movie with my kids, I don't have my phone with so me. You... When we're sitting at like my son's Saturday morning bowling league, I'm not on my phone. Okay, so if you think you yourself have an unhealthy addiction? Yeah, like if I'm stop, if I'm waiting in line, I'll take out my phone. Mm-hmm. Like just out of habit. Yeah, but I think everybody does that. That's I mean. There's nothing to see. I know. Well, I will catch myself, especially at night, I'll do like the rounds over and over again. Like it will Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and back around in and, and uh-huh. back around. And I'm like, what? It, stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Yeah. And you know, I have done that too. And I'm like, I've seen everything. Mm-hmm. It just kind of blows my mind back to the flip phone. Like that just feels like it, it would be like a punishment I would put on my teenager. Right. You know, if they abuse their privilege, then I would be like, you know what? You're getting a flip phone. Yeah. So, so the question is, and we would love for you to visit our Instagram and the post about this episode to reply. Is it a punishment or is it self-regulating limit setting? Like, which is it for you? I'm 100% punishment. <laughs> I think so. I would never, I would never do that for, I would never buy a flip phone for myself or buy a lockbox. No, but I think maybe that speaks to the fact that you don't feel like you have an unhealthy relationship with your phone. Yeah. All right. Okay. Moving on. School has started Mm -hmm. and somehow I've already found myself to be the squeaky wheel. And I don't really think of myself as that parent typically. Okay. Now we've all had moments, I think, where we've had to kind of push but i'm not usually that mom who's making her presence known right away like you mean against administration at school or teachers or like in any yeah monday morning this is our second week of school we get an email from the principal and he lays out the next two weeks of events at the school and it includes things like there's homeroom competitions and they're taking their school ID photos and other things that are happening on campus. But it also includes the fact that uh, unbeknownst to me or any of the other parents, because it's not on our calendar, there's a minimum day this Friday and next Friday. Mm-hmm. And I checked the calendar again and it's not there. So I shoot him a quick email and I said, hey, is there an updated version of the calendar somewhere that I'm missing so that we can have access to all of these dates? And he responds... This is really just a way for me to give you a peek of what's happening in their day. We don't publish a calendar of these events. So he thinks (laughs) that I'm asking for like a calendar of the homeroom events. Like I'm that elementary school mom who can't, I don't care about their tug of war competition. I mean, great. I love knowing what's happening at school. I like that because it gives me a way to say like, hey, how was this competition? But I don't need advance notice about you that. You wanted advance notice about the minimum dates. Yeah, for scheduling purposes. Yeah, of course. That's all I need to know. And so I mentioned it to another mom. She goes, I did think it was weird, but I also think maybe he just thinks they're middle schoolers and they can get themselves home. No. And I was like, I don't, I don't think that's it because all, no. the high school schedule has minimum days on it. Yeah. There's a lot of kids. Like, could my kid walk home? Yeah. Is she walking home today? As a matter of fact, she is. But not every kid is. I schedule my work around when my kids right. are in school. I don't think it's unreasonable. And I almost didn't reply because I didn't want to like further this. You needed to clear up. But I did. I was like, he thinks I'm the mom <laughs> who wants 
to know every single thing that's happening ahead of time. Right. So I said, no, 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 no. I understand. Love the peak into their day at school. Don't need advance notice. I was purely talking about the minimum days. And I just said, is there a way we could add those to the calendar for scheduling purposes? Did he reply back? He did not. Seriously? I'm not dogging on the school. Mm -hmm. But I was like, first of all, this is actually the second time I've had to email him already. Because the first time, (laughs) gosh, you guys, I'm trying to tell you that I'm not this overbearing helicopter mom. I have a high schooler. Like, I've really mellowed. Uh Uh-huh first interaction with him and then the whole calendar yeah. talk yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah he's like this mom this mom i ran into the pta president last night and he was like see you at the first pta meeting which i don't even know where it is but i was like now i gotta go and be like a normal human at the pta meeting so the principal oh like you're like i'm a chill mom yeah it's okay. <laughs> you're not gonna like charge up to him and be like i'm megan i'm the one who emailed you about <laughs> minimum days and the calendar and the wrong information. (laughs) And with that, we're going to take a quick break and come right back to talk about the MVPs of summer. (laughs) Welcome back. It is time to talk about the MVPs of summer and it's still summer. I know everyone is like I saw on Instagram this morning, people in Target, they're like, look at the fall decor. But it is, as of this recording, August 25th, we are nearly a full month until fall. Mm-hmm. So to wrap up summer, because for me, it's kind of over. As soon as the kids go back to school, it's over. Yes. Right. So to wrap it up, let's talk about the things that were great. Okay. And I want to address that tone. Okay. <laughs> Let's do that first, because I think you need to set the scene when it comes to summer. For me? Yeah. How it was a hard summer? Yeah. Okay, look at guys. It sounds very privileged. I know. I had a very... I don't work. I had a very nice summer off. I went on two vacations. It was great. On the flip side of that, though, it was... a big summer school commitment for my daughter, Mm -hmm. which required a lot of driving and to be in a lot of places, a summer basketball um, league, which also required a lot of driving. And I'm certain I had COVID. I was sick for like a good two weeks. I never tested positive, but I swear it was COVID. So it was just like, all I remember is driving and being exhausted all summer long. Yeah, there were no lazy days of summer for you. No, it was up at the crack of dawn, had to be at school at 7 a.m. It was it was tough. There was no, like, floating Break. in the pool and, yeah. you know, barbecuing, nothing. No, zero things like that. Yeah, that's a real bummer. I'm sorry. And so, I mean, it's okay. I You're like allowed to be disappointed <laughs> that it didn't meet your expectations. Well, summer is, like, I love summer. I love the summer months. And so I think if you listen to like our episodes pre-summer, like I was real hyped for summer and it was just kind of a letdown. And then we had that mid-summer episode too. Like we got to keep it real about summer. You have all these great ideas. And then like, you know, but mine went from like real high to real low. And we pointed out that summer, you said like, it's not summer break for us. Summer is real life, but it's hot. Yeah. And our kids don't have the break of going to school and the routine of that right so yeah i get it it's the fantasy does not live up to the reality no 
It's just another month. No, that said, we got lots of good things to say, though. And I would like you to tell me the first thing. Your first MVP. You guys, if you're not watching Love Island USA, I freaking love it. I love that it starts in summer. It's on six nights a week. Six nights a week on Peacock. It's on Peacock this year. Usually in past years, it's been CBS. Oh. So it's on Peacock this year, which is a streaming service that I think is free. They have shows that are free, but... Most of their shows you pay for access. Yes, yeah, so I'm not quite sure. This might be one of like the... below deck you pay for. Okay, then ultimate we... girls trip you pay for. Then I probably pick... I watch all those shows because I yeah. probably pay for it. Then it's a little bit racier. Oh, since it's on... like they did a. I'm not clutching my pearls here, but they did like a um, a penis sculpting challenge that they probably couldn't do on cbs right which like really came out of left field i was like that's so weird but anyway um i just like to get involved in other people's lives who live on my tv do you know what i mean yes just because like not that things have been hard at home. It's just I've been tired. And, like, I really love to lay on the couch at night. And it's a real escape. Find out they're floating ha- in the pool. They're floating <laughs> in the pool. And their house this year in Love Island is, like, in the Santa Barbara area, which is, like, oh. so weird. Huh. Like, what a weird location for that, right? Yeah. Anyway, I love it. It's almost over. And I'm having, like, these feelings. Like, last night I was watching it. I was like... My friends at Love Island are going to be gone soon, and I'm not going to have anybody to tune into at night. I mean, you could go back and watch Love Island UK. I might. I just don't. I don't like it as much because apparently, from what I understand, there's not as much drama. There's not as much drama. Yeah. Well, this is going to be a real letdown after Love Island. But my first MVP of summer is swim shirts. If you guys are not following our Instagram stories, I think you've mentioned the swim shirts all summer long. Twice. Okay. <laughs> tell me tell me how this works for you. Because I would rather die putting a swim shirt on. Like, I, I don't like that touching my I body. I understand. So, first of all, I don't actually own any. I wear my husband's. Mm-hmm. And what I like is his are like big oversized t-shirts, mm-hmm. basically. Uh, that's what I prefer. The ones that are fitted, mm-hmm. I don't like. It's like, too, it's first of all, it's too hot. It's too much material. Sure, you're going to get in the pool, but the the in-between mm-hmm. moments, I don't enjoy. But the big oversized t-shirt with the SPF built in, <laughs> I like because... That's we, the goal, right? That's the 100% SPF. the goal. Got yes, it. because we spent a lot of time in our pool this summer. And one of the barriers for entry for me to get in the pool is knowing that I have to put on sunscreen first. Mm-hmm. The full body sunscreen application. So I do a couple things. One, when I get ready in the morning, I always put a good SPF on my face. Mm-hmm. So that's taken care of. I wear a big hat in the pool, one of those wraparound hats so that I can pile my hair up on top of my head. Mm-hmm. And then I started wearing a swim shirt because then I don't have to have someone do my back. Mm-hmm. And it eliminates so much sunscreen. Like I just do my legs and my forearms and I'm done. And it made swimming in the pool so much more enjoyable. And then as soon as I would get out, I would strip that swim shirt off and hang it over a chair because I don't enjoy the feeling of it on my body. Mm-hmm. But I do enjoy limiting the sunscreen application. I, I, I can respect that you are so adamant about sunscreen. I know like, that's super important to you. I'm a little more willy-nilly when it comes to sunscreen. Are you not? I, see, yeah, I just... Would be in the hospital, honestly. Yeah, that's not great. I don't wear them in public, though. Like, you wouldn't wear it at the beach? No. 
I, I mean, I just, not that I wouldn't, I just haven't. And we went to the water park a lot this summer. Oh yeah. Did you wear it I at the water park? there mm-hmm. mostly because they don't, they don't feel cute. Do you, do you make your kids wear swim shirts? I do not make them wear swim shirts. However, they both actually prefer it. Oh, my son's like, I think I'm the only teenager here in a swim shirt. I'm like, you know, you don't like when they were little, we made them <laughs> yeah, wear them. Yeah. I was like, you don't have to. He was like, I know, it's just easier. And then my daughter, early in the summer, she was like, can we get me a rash guard? And I said, sure. And so oh. she wears hers a lot. That's um, a real cute look on like a tween, tween teenage girl. girl. Yeah, that's a real cute look. Yeah, so she just has a short-sleeved one. And she's like, I just, I just don't want to put sunscreen on my back. I'm like, I get it, kid. Yeah. Well, I think too, like, and I don't, I'm not suggesting this is the case for your daughter, but like for that age, if the, if girls are like uncomfortable with their changing bodies, sure. like, you know, it gives them a little more protection, like, you know, a little more yeah. freedom to have fun still. Yeah. So right? we're a family of swim shirt wearers mm-hmm. and you can get them everywhere. Now my husband has one that has long sleeves and a hood. Whoa. That's a he's lot. He's very dedicated to sun protection as well. Even though he's got olive skin, like he does not burn like I do, but mm-hmm. he we went in the pool the other night at 4.30 p.m., and I will not put on sunscreen at that time. I will just find the corner of the pool that is shaded. I, I, I would only ever put sunscreen if it was, like, noon. You know, 4.30 in the afternoon, no, I'm not. No, and he put on, like, his long-sleeve swim shirt and his sunscreen and his swim hat. He's very dedicated. So we're, we're a swim shirt fam. Hmm. Uh, the last time I wore a swim shirt, <laughs> talk about, I had a long sleeve one too. I was, I think I had just finished chemo and I don't know why. Oh, I remember, duh. I had just finished radiation and you know, like uh, I was very yes. sensitive, like on my chest. So I had like a full on, like, and it was like neon, oh, not a, not a good look, not a good look at all. I'm sure it was cute. Not cute with a bald head. No, <laughs> not, not real cute. I got me. This is not news to you, Megan. It isn't. <laughs> a Dyson hair wrap. Now, if you guys don't know what the Dyson hair wrap is. Air wrap. What's it called? Air wrap? Yeah. Okay, this is this is how little I know about it. It was a hand-me-down for Megan. And she was just, it was going to be a cast-off. She probably would have thrown it in the trash. Never. I offered it to you. I know, and I'm so thrilled. I would never have thrown it away. You would have just stashed it in the back of the closet or something? I wouldn't have, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't have thrown it away, but I wouldn't probably have followed through with selling it Mm -hmm. so my mom bought it and hated it and so she gave it to me and I didn't hate it but I didn't love it Mm -hmm. compared to the other tools that I have that I'm better at using and Wendy borrowed it when we were on vacation and loved it and I was like you want it I feel that it's made for finer hair I think so too it works on my hair but it takes so much longer yeah not me yeah not at all so you like it yes I freaking love it. Except I brought it home and my husband's like, where are you going to put that? Because it's in a big ass box, uh-huh, guys. Uh-huh. <laughs> and of course, like, I don't put it back in the box. No, no. I just had all the parts like yeah. rolling loose in my drawer. Yeah, it's in my closet right now, but I use it every day. I just love it so oh, much. I'm... It makes me so happy. And I also got a tip from Tati. Mm. You know, she, she's on YouTube. She's like a makeup artist, whatever. Anyway, she uses, she takes all the tools off of it and then like dries her face down like before she powders it. Have you ever heard of doing this? No. Like she like sprays like a setting spray and then she uses the thing to dry it down. It's real I mean, extra. it's a real extra tip. I've tried it. <laughs> and also yesterday I had, you know, a t-shirt on that had some, like this one has like some wrinkles in it. Uh, <laughs> put the hot air on it, trying to 
trying to steamed it a little bit. Trying to get it, you know. <laughs> yeah. I, I just, it's so, I just love it. And I love that I didn't have to spend $700 on They're it. They're so expensive. I'm glad you like it. I'm glad it went to a good home. Enjoy. <laughs> My next MVP, MVP is short and sweet. And that is good ice. The pebble ice. The pebble ice maker, nine months later, remains an item that I'm so glad we own. Me too. That Use I probably every day never would have ponied up to purchase for myself because mm-hmm. it's a big ticket purchase. But I'm so thrilled that I have it. Like it was a great gift because mm-hmm. I use it every single day. I fill my Stanley or whatever water bottle, walk around. I just, it brings me a lot of joy. Okay, question. How often are you cleaning out? I don't the- want to answer that. <laughs> I mean, it's okay. I haven't, I haven't cleaned. You're supposed to like not take it apart, but you're supposed to like flush it out a little bit, clean the weekly like, tubes. I do it. I haven't done it since March. I did it once over the summer. Okay, that was the last time. So it's a heavy machine, and it's the problem. You gotta haul it to the sink. Right. So mine is in the garage. Yeah, so I, I gotta haul it inside. Yeah. And you know, it's it's a lot. Yeah. It's been a summer of Red Bull for me. I freaking love Red Bull. Do you remember the Red Bull Flugtag? No. What is that? I may have made that word up. There was, you know, there, Red Bull gives you wings. That guy that jumped from space? Is that what we're talking about? Well, there used to be a competition, and I went one year, where people would build machines and, like, drive them off of the Santa Monica Pier. Oh, my God. In an attempt to fly. Yeah. I, so I believe dangerous. I am. Yes, it looked very dangerous. Well, there was that guy. His name is Felix something or other, and it was sponsored by Red Bull, and he, like, jumped from space through the It is the called atmosphere. the Flugtag, and by the way, Red Bull Flugtag Milwaukee 2022. Like, it, this is still happening. Mm, that sounds dangerous. Top seven Red Bull Flugtag disasters. So this is, oh, this is a thing. <laughs> no, I'm going to pass on that. I just like to drink their beverage <laughs> because, you know, I don't, I, I'm, I quit drinking soda. I don't drink coffee. I need a little bit of a pick me up sometimes. And Red Bull does it for me. Now there's a debate raging in Wendy's house, whether Red Bull qualifies under the umbrella of soda. Yes. And one that my husband brought up to his work associates. So now I'm being discussed at work if Red Bull falls under the soda category. I I mean, it probably does. Yeah, you I think, think so it does. Too. But then I can't but put my you, feather in my cap that I haven't had soda for the last 30 days. You drink Red Bull and like you would drink multiple sodas in a day, yes? When you oh, were drinking soda. Oh, for sure. Yeah, and you'll drink one Red Bull a day. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so there is a like a improvement. Yeah. 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 My next MVP is the Old Faithful <laughs> Super Goop Sunscreen. I love both the glow screen and the unseen sunscreen. The unseen, obviously, doesn't have a glow, doesn't have a color, doesn't have a tint to it. Trader Joe's came out with an unseen sunscreen dupe. I saw it all over Instagram. I was never able to find it. Never saw it. To test it for myself. But I love the Super Goop version a lot. I hate it. Oh. I I just don't like it. I don't like it. I just don't like it. That specific formula. Yeah. It has a real silicone feel, like a silicone primer, and you don't like that. I feel like it doesn't, 
it doesn't work with like the foundation I would oh. use. It doesn't dry down enough to even if I use the you know Dyson <laughs> air wrap thing to dry my face off. No, I, it's not for me. You weren't a fan. Mm-mm. Well, I enjoyed both for the summer, and I think for me both sat well under my makeup. I enjoy it. So now that summer is over, you're not going to use it anymore or what? What's no, the deal? I'll still use it, but I knew in the summer that I would be spending a good portion of my day in the sun and need an SPF 40 every single day on mm-hmm. my face. Mm-hmm. You know, today we're sitting in the house recording podcast and I'm not going anywhere, but to school drop off and pick up. So I don't necessarily need that step in my routine. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Well, uh, speaking of l- lotion type things, Jergens Natural Glow and Firming Lotion. I love that formula. I mean, I don't tan my, even like my poor sunscreen application every day. Like I, I don't tan at all. And um, my legs would be like stark white yeah. if I didn't use this stuff. Man, it works so good. And it does seem to actually firm, right? No, no, I haven't noticed that. I swear it does. <laughs> that like gave like a little bit of a smoothing illusion to me. Right. But I also feel like my skin looks smoother when it's tan. Oh, of course. So maybe so that's... maybe that's... Yeah. I, I enjoy that. I like the natural glow. I'm just going to use it all like through winter too. Sure. And it's a lot more forgiving than a sunless tanning foam. Totally. Because I'm terrible at applying that stuff. It's real easy to make. My next MVP of summer is the Secret Outlast Invisible Solid Deodorant, which I've been using for a long time. And... Listen, folks, I'm a sweaty Betty. Mm-hmm. I sweat a lot in the summer. And I'm constantly looking around at the members of my family like, aren't you hot? I think it's our stage of life. I think so, too. Okay. But it also is hot outside. It's not labeled as a clinical strength deodorant, but it does the job. I like the solid, not the clear, personally. And I would recommend it if you're mm-hmm. struggling with breakthrough stink. There's been several times this summer that I didn't even put deodorant on. And I'm like, I don't care. This is my body. It's real sexy in our house. <laughs> <laughs> it just bothers me. I don't want to smell nice. I mean, talking about sweating, though, like last night I was inside a Lululemon and I was like, it's so muggy in here. And I'm like asking my daughter. She was like, it looks like you're sweating at the back of your head. And I was like, what? What? Don't you remember like seeing like little grannies with like sweat, like around their head? I I was like, is that me? Am I like, I don't, it doesn't feel wet. (laughs) Like I had a real moment last night. Oh, and I constantly like we have a fan over here that, like, after I get ready, before I leave the house, I'll sit in front of that for a few minutes to, like, <laughs> cool my body down. Or at the end of the day, I'll have to go sit in the pool for 10 minutes to lower my, oh my God. poor body temperature. Oh, my gosh. Well, oh, this is unofficial MVP, but you did tell me about the little USB fan. Oh. And you have one on your desk, right? Yes, but then I'll take it into the bathroom while I get ready. I did, too. Yeah. That's I, I set it up sometimes in the morning or late morning when I'm getting ready. <laughs> and it just feels so good to have that fan going. But I was working in the office the other day and I was like, I'm so hot. And I clipped it onto my like computer screen. And I was just blow me in the face. When I'm working at my desk, I just need that air blowing I know, on me. I, know. I just, whoa, I've become our mothers. Golly. Next for me, you know, summer, it's another TV highlight for me. Yeah. I love summertime when they have all the game shows on TV. <laughs> And we, as a family, really like watching Claim to Fame, which is not over yet. 
That's, have you heard of claim no. to fame? So basically, it's tips of celebrities. Okay. And they all go in this house, but they don't tell anybody who they're related to. Oh. And it's a game of guessing based on clues and games and stuff like that. So it's been pretty fun. It's oh. hosted by two of the... Well, apparently there's four Jonas Brothers. It's it's hosted by one the bonus of... bonus Jonas? Bonus Jonas. And <laughs> one of the guys that's in the... Band. Okay. I don't know which which one it is. Do you know their names? Just Joe. It's not Joe, <laughs> and it's not Nick. Nick. It's the other one. Cool. And then the other bonus brother. So anyway, and they live in this house. Not the Jonas Brothers. They're I just the host. No, the yes, sibling, they, the, the relatives. Yes, they're like in a house all together oh. for a certain number of weeks, and they have to like, and it gets very like people. St- struggle with paranoia and like oh. do you know who i am and like you know and then they have like this guess off at the end i quite enjoy it okay it's good the other two we're watching is generation gap hosted by kelly ripa which who i don't really love as a host oh. but it's like tweens or young teens paired with a grandparent uh-huh. and they have like a face off between another pair trivia it's trivia yes but it's based on like you know like they had a question about TikTok, and the grandma's like, "What's TikTok?" It was just so oh, fun. It's so funny. Yeah, it's yeah, a little yeah. dragged out. It could be like snappier and quicker. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I like that. And finally, Beat Shazam. You know, I love that. That's show. a that's a summer staple in our house, and it's back always. I think it's probably it might be over now, but. So when we were on vacation this summer, we watched a lot of the Game Show Network, mm-hmm. um, and. People Puzzler, hosted by Leah Remini. No idea what that is. It's like a crossword puzzle game. So yes. easy. So easy. Oh, you um, sign up. She's great on that show. Yeah, I would kill on that show. <laughs> and then we watch a lot of Family Feud, but Family Feud gets racy. Oh, it totally does. So sometimes the kids are like, why is that funny? And I'm like, uh-huh. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't really want to like... answer that question. My final MVP of summer is Claw Clips. Mm-hmm. Those big ones. Yeah. The big, like, rectangle ones. They're not, I mean, they're not as big as the bread box size you're holding out now, <laughs> but. I just saw a teenager with one today, so I was like, oh, that's I, huge. I happened to buy some at a TJ Maxx, mm-hmm. and I love them. It is such a more comfortable way to put my hair up than a ponytail mm. or a messy bun, and it holds my hair. And, you know, the name of the game is that it's hot and I'm sweaty and I like my hair up and off of my neck and out of my face. And I'm a fan and they're everywhere. Mm-hmm. They're everywhere. They're back. I mean, man, I could rock a claw clip back in the day. I just, I feel like they've never went anywhere. Like they've always been around. But now they're cool. I guess. When's banana clips going to come back? Oh, yeah. A banana clip. Did you wear a banana clip? Of course. With my permed hair? Yes, I did. Yeah, I'm loving it. On TikTok, they're like, claw clip hairstyle. I'm like, every single one of these looks the same. Every single one of them looks the <laughs> Is same, it a, guys. a wrap and then a clip? And with that, those are our MVPs of summer. You can always visit the Instagram post for this episode and let us know your MVPs of summer. We would love to hear them. We are at Megan and Wendy on Instagram. Look for that in our feed. We're going to take a quick break and come right back with Megan and Wendy approved. Mm. We're back with Megan and Wendy approved. I knew my approved item immediately before we did this. I think because we haven't done it in a while, Mm -hmm. so I don't have to dig real deep. I'd like you to go first. Okay. Three words for you. Mm -hmm. Bamboo toilet paper. 
Now, I've used bamboo sheets, and they're very soft. Mm -hmm. Is this very soft? Well, I don't know. Like, does it sound nice to wipe with bamboo paper? Well, I don't know. Okay, so I was intrigued. Yeah. I heard, I saw somebody on social media talk Mm -mm. about it, and I was like, huh. So I had never seen it or heard of it. I bought it from Target. They do sell it at Target. I looked it up. I wanted to read the reviews about it. Yeah. And the reviews were so great. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people really love it because of its sustainability, right? Mm-hmm. You know, it's made 100% from bamboo and bamboo grows really fast and whatever. Like that's all great. That is not why I bought it. I bought it because the reviews were like, when I use traditional toilet paper, it leaves dust. Yes. And now I felt very validated and seen in that moment because I have been struggling for years when I take a shower and wash all the places and find like leftover toilet paper, uh-huh. right? This is a little bit TMI, guys. But it's such an annoyance to me. Yeah. Like I cannot stand it. Uh-huh. And so when I read this review that, this bamboo toilet paper does not leave remnants behind. Yes. I was like, well, I'm going to check it out. It is expensive. Online, they have an online subscription. That, By the way, the product is called Real, R-E-E-L. Mm-hmm. An online subscription is 24 rolls delivered every eight weeks for $37. Now, I couldn't tell you how much regular toilet paper costs. Do you know offhand? Let me just look really quick how much it you got the computer. You you tell me how much like a, you know, a big pack of Charmin cost. 30 rolls of Charmin cost $31. Okay. 12 rolls cost $13.69. So it is more expensive. Yes. Outrageously more expensive? No. Yeah, but. Now it is $36 to your house, including shipping. Mm-hmm. $37. Yeah, I don't do the online subscription. I purchased it at Target as a trial run because my husband was like big game show x you know what i mean he was like "Ah, what the bamboo the bamboo right so what i do is like i'll use one of the real ones and then when that's finished then i will go back to Sherman. so we like and now that it's in the house is he still not a fan we haven't had a discussion about it i would have to ask and see like is he like oh i'm gonna go in the other bathroom because we got Charmin in the other bathroom (laughs) well i do only put it downstairs i only put it in our bathroom upstairs our bedroom bathroom i wouldn't suggest it if you have like small children in the house because you know they go through a lot yeah exactly and if it's not cost effective for you or your family then i would but for you, it's an elevated toilet paper experience and you enjoy it. That is it. And that is going to be my review on it. An elevated toilet paper experience. I'm with you. I was influenced also by an Instagram recommendation. I originally heard about this from things I bought and liked, but I have also seen it recommended from other people. And it is the Cure. It is K-U-R. That's how I would pronounce it. Nail Concealer. It's nail polish, but it comes in two colors. One's called milky, one's called pink. I've seen them both in use and they look very, very similar. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, here's why I like it. I love a press-on nail. I use press-on nails a lot. I'm a big fan, MLM alert, of the Red Aspen nails. I tried a drugstore brand over the summer because I just had them on hand, and I was like, oh, these are garbage. Mm. So I do think the Red Aspen are superior, and they're not very expensive when you break it down, comparing it to getting your nails done. I like them a lot. However, I am impatient. And the second one lifts, I will rip the rest of them off, which yeah. is not how you're supposed to remove them, mm-hmm. thus leaving my nails a little bit damaged. Mm-hmm. And so in between, I don't always want to do like a full manicure, but just swipe this on. Your nails look great. They do. I have some too. Uh, now here's the kicker. You got to actually use it. Cause I'm looking at my nails right now. I'm like, they look rough. They're not going to do your nails for you. Mm-hmm. It works if you work it, but (laughs) if you do use it, it does look great. It really is very forgiving. Like I think it goes on nicely. It's easy to make your nails look nice. Even if you have nice nails, it just kind of adds like a little bit of color to your nails. It's $20 a bottle. It is kind of expensive for a nail product. But I think it's, they, you know, push it as a, uh, like a corrective. Yes. Especially for nails who have been through it. Yes. You know, I will say I like those red aspens a lot too. And I don't find I have as much damage when I rip them off because I'm the same way. But if you get a gel or a dip, oh. I rip those things off and I'm left with like paper thin. Yes. Paper thin where yes. it hurts. Yes. So yes, I I like that too. I like that novel shoe. I like yes. it a lot. Agree. And you only really need one coat. You can mm-hmm. build it up with multiple, but you don't you're not putting multiple coats on like you would with another nail polish to make it opaque. So It'll last a while. That does it for this episode. It does. However, Girls Gone Hallmark is back on Thursday with a review of Lacey Chabert's Groundswell. Next week is Pop Culture Club with a whole summer of books and TV and mm-hmm. podcasts and music reviews. And Patreon relaunches tomorrow, Wednesday. So head on over there to see what we got happening there. So much coming. And before you go, we love your five-star ratings and reviews. Leave them. Have a great day, everybody. Goodbye. Bye.